trenches, relax. And so you have less than a one percent chance. You you better off playing the lotto than finding the man looking for that stuff. Honestly. <laughs> oh god, it's crazy. Oh, lot, the, the state tells you delusions for five out of five. You don't belong on this planet. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Hey, this is K.A. and Eddie J. And you're listening to the End of Trenches podcast. To help us reach new listeners, please post a screenshot of our podcast on your Instagram story and tag us at End of Trenches podcast. Please subscribe on YouTube and follow us on TikTok. So we got a couple announcements. Today is our one year anniversary and we're pretty far from where we started and excited about where we're headed. Uh, we've been doing a lot of work up under the trunk to make the show more entertaining and uh, educational for you guys. So I'm excited about the next couple of things we plan on rolling out. So today's mission is just our one year anniversary. I figured it'd be cool to just recap on all our different episodes that we've had um, that brought us uh, here to this point. So we just go one by one. That's right. I can't what believe it's been a year. All? I know, time Already. flies. Already, yeah. Um, but episode one was being on the same page and having a deep connection. And the funny story behind that was uh, we basically broke up with our girlfriends at the time, and we were both single, just just letting it all out. And um, one one um, line that Big Sean said in one of his uh, freestyles that just came out not too long ago is, only ex I love running into is at the end of my contract. So have you ran into said ex since uh, that first episode? I've ran into a couple of my exes. Really? Since that episode, but specifically <laughs> that ex. Mm -hmm. um, I have run into her, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was very nice. Um, I think you were out with us, actually. Yeah, I was out, but I came later. Yeah, and yeah. so I saw her out there, and um, and I, I actually acknowledged her presence, and I was very nice. I wanted to be very cool. I even bought her and all her friends a shot. <laughs> I bought her whole, her whole crew um, some alcohol just mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, Break, the, make sure that we're, we're peaceful. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. No, no, no harm, no foul, and let her know that hey, we're we're, we're cool, we're good. Um, but that's about it. I don't think I've run into anybody else at, in that type of situation where it requires like a a, a conversation. So yeah, I um, haven't ran in. Well, I've been around that person, but I haven't like sparked up a conversation or anything. But yeah, number two was women who make more than the men they're dating. So. That's one funny thing. It's just now, like, after... Because one of the episodes we had was, like, hypergamy and hypogamy. Hypergamy and hypogamy, basically, like, how women uh, typically don't date down. So it is kind of rare for a woman to be with a man that makes less. You know what I'm saying? I feel like your chances for success long-term is a lot lower. I mean, I do have a couple friends where the girls make more than the guys, but they're married and stuff. You know, the but since that episode, mm -hmm. and because I've been surrounding myself with more people who are more intentional with their earnings and their time and everything, mm -hmm. most of the people that I've been around <clears throat> are are at least women that I've that I've just met, not mm -hmm. that I'm dating, but that I just met, um, all make pretty good money. Mm -hmm. They all make good money. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like it was always like that. So now that I've been more spoken and, and, and forward about, you know, the kind of friends I want to be around, yeah, it seems like everyone around me is making almost at least 100000 Yeah, you know? And that's yeah. the way it should be yeah. um, with platonic and romantic relationships, in my opinion. So that was that's interesting. Uh, yeah. And so basically episode number three is basically four parts. I think that that whole... One, that was 
Yeah, that was like one sitting. We were in there for like three or four hours, I think. We had it was um, having a salary requirement. We had uh, B, Manny B, and uh, Liz, I think. And mm-hmm. we sat and talked about having a salary requirement, marriage is a business, car insurances to car as prenup is to marriage, and online dating. And there was a uh, pretty cool little tidbits in there, especially with the online dating part. And um, I think one person changed their perspective about like what it is to have a prenup and how marriage actually is as far as like the legal side of it. But, mm-hmm. I think more and more people, men and women, um, are be, are become more aware of it mm-hmm. and more, I think, all right with the idea that hey, a prenup isn't too a, isn't really a bad idea. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I feel like maybe it's around again. Maybe it's the people that we're around, but I do feel like more people uh, are are becoming they're they're getting they're okay with the idea that hey, it's all right to have a prenup. Yeah. And shoot, it's all right not to get married. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I think that's where we're heading. Um, uh, as a society, as a whole, because like look at all the divorce rates and women want to be financially independent for a man and all this other stuff. But we'll get into some ideals in our next upcoming episodes because we got a couple ladies on uh, in November, November 20th. I think that's when we're supposed to do a collab with another podcast. It's an older lady, right? That's three older women, I think, How but not much they? older. I don't know their exact age, but maybe they're about our same age, but just from my guess, and I'm guessing they're a little bit older. But um, episode number four, which was that was pretty fun too, dating in college versus the real world. We had my sister and cousin on, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they were just both basically saying that yeah, the dating world is completely different just because when you were in college, there was a you were around it around like a lot more people of the opposite sex, and like you had more chances to meet them. I mean, you do meet people now going out and stuff like that, but it's not the same as in college. No, and I think now the online dating is just a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, I think you had college, but I mean, online dating was around in college, but I still I don't think, think when I was in college, well, yeah, it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, nine to 13. I don't think Tinder was out then. Let's see. Yeah, it was. It had to be. Let me see. I wasn't on any of the apps. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I, I learned about all of it a little too late. You know, I don't even have social media. Oh, Tinder started in 2012, but I wasn't too tech savvy and stuff like that. I didn't get a Instagram until the day of my college graduation. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't have an Instagram. Oh, you should get one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the rage today. Oh, yep. I mentioned this before. Episode five was uh, hypergamy and hypogamy. And I'm still learning about this just because um, if you look at it, like women are starting to achieve more. So they're looking for a higher status man because the average guy isn't enough for them anymore really when you sit down and think about it so it's gonna be a lot of guys out here just basically just stranded just dangling dude that's why i was like the only option is to level up yeah why just because like the average guy makes fifty thousand a year is not six feet tall like but most women's standards are way above that i think i think it's gonna be like 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 the economy there's gonna be a correction you think and, so? In, in the market. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the correction? Happen. I think um I think as uh the shifts the power not necessarily the power, but the, just the idea. The dating, of dating dynamic. Um, yeah, the dating the dating dynamic and how um women find men and how men find women and mm-hmm. the requirements for such and as more women are making more money nowadays, you know, it's still they're still behind. I'm not saying it's equal, but 
more women are working, more more women are making a lot more money, and um, I think it's going to start shifting. I think it's going to start shifting. Meaning, um, now it, you know, don't be surprised if you see women proposing to, to men. You, you think know? so? If if they want, yeah, if they want to get married. More, my, I met a couple of clients last week, mm-hmm. this week actually, yeah. Who, first of all, one of them were two. Um, they were homosexual, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were talking about getting married and their immigration benefits and how it, how that male or female they're both females mm-hmm. and how um, they want they just want to make sure that could they still petition for the other partner mm-hmm. if it's a woman marrying a woman oh yeah and as long as the state acknowledges that marriage mm-hmm. um, then you can then you can it's yeah. because the federal government has acknowledged it yeah. so it's all, this, as long as it's a valid marriage in the state then it's fine. Um, and if it's not, if you live in a state, by the way, where where a, that state does not acknowledge same sex marriage, then you can just go to another state. And I know it's not there. ideal, but yeah. you can. And then at the other, then immigration would acknowledge it. Immigration law will acknowledge it. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Um, and then two, I met another um, uh, group of clients who uh, she was a woman who proposed to her husband. Yeah. Wow, she initiated the whole thing and 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 the proposal. Yep. Hmm. Nice. Next was episode number six, Merch John. This one was funny. This one was very popular for like a long time. Um, our buddy uh, Merch John, um, who's out in Seattle uh, right now. Yep. About to go to the Washington. Air Force. Yeah. So he applied, but he'll definitely be back on. I think he'll definitely be like a rolling character in our stream of episodes. I think yeah. that people really like him. Yeah. Um, if any of you guys want to get in contact with him, let me know, and I'll see can I put you guys out in contact because he's very eligible right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's single and ready to mingle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number uh, seven, uh, wholesaling with Tony Perez. but And it's kind of crazy just because – Coming back full circle, I'm actually, I started the wholesaling process uh, since we had the interview with him. I've been looking at tax foreclosed homes. I took out a couple of people for dinner and stuff like that. Been milling yeah, out. you wholesaling now. Yeah. And it's been fun. Let me I ask mean, you this. Is it as easy as you thought it was going to be? No, it's, it's really not, dude. It's not. It's the, the hard part is like the people part of it. Like I'm good with all the researching and numbers and all that other stuff, but convincing somebody to actually sell something, that's 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 been the hardest part. And I think Tony said it took him like six months before he got a deal. And I think I'm close to around that time frame. Cause I didn't start until shoot, maybe like April. Damn. Like April or May. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm constantly calling people, sending out text following messages. Up, yeah. Following up. Yeah. I got one and I'm praying that I'm if it comes to I'm gonna be so happy. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm gonna be so happy. Let's hope it does. Yeah. But if it does, I'll let you guys um, basically walk you step by step uh, because basically I'm trying to get some land, build a duplex with my sister, and I'll walk you guys through all that stuff too. Yeah, that'll be nice. We'll definitely have an episode of what it's like from all the work and hours you put in to um, to have, to find this property and then everything you needed from the builders to the yeah. construction to the plans. I think the listeners will really appreciate that. That'll be nice. Yeah. Especially since you're going through it. Yeah. Oh, this this is another really good episode. Uh, I went to lunch and never came back because you've been oh, yeah. open for business for about a year now, right? Man, yes. How's the farm going? It's great. We have two full-time paralegals now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at uh, we're looking at larger spaces mm-hmm. for both the Charlotte and the Greensboro office. Mm-hmm. 
I'm hoping we can make a purchase next year mm-hmm. within the first or second quarter of next year. Um, for it doesn't matter which location, but yeah. we need to we need to buy something. something. Yeah. And the idea I think is that we're going to buy an office space that requires kind of like a duplex. Mm-hmm. So we'll occupy a portion of it, and yeah. the other portion we'll rent it out to retail space. I met this lady. Uh, who is a insurance agent, mm-hmm. and she bought she 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 had, she she had made a great investment. She purchased her own office, yeah. And the bottom space is commercial, yeah. And the top, the top is residential. Is residential, yeah. That's what I was trying to do. And I asked her, I said, so, "Are yeah. you living upstairs?" Because that's yeah. what I would have done. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but she said, "No, actually, renting it. I'm renting it out, oh. and she is paying." Because of that income, she's paying um, much the entire less. Thing. She's paying much less than what she was than what she was renting. Oh, okay. So she's making money. Yeah. At this point, um, and so that's something that we kind of want to do. Yeah. Um, regardless if it's for the Greensboro, the Charlotte office. Um, yeah, we're excited. So business is good. What was the catalyst to y'all's uh, last, I guess, spurt of growth? Would you say? I think just being consistent. Not the Google ads. Google ads help. <laughs> um, Google ads help. But you got to remember, the Google ad just puts you out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. We're not the only ones out, out there. Um, I think the other thing that helps... Brand is, awareness? Is, I mean, you just got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what it comes down to. Um, you you got to stick... We have a business model in yeah. how we interact with clients and, 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 our, and our folks and even our staff. So you got to stick to those principles. Mm-hmm. And if you do... Clients will call back, and I have one client who called me like two months ago. I need I need more cards too because I get I gave I out you. my cards. So I, I had I had a client who called like two months ago, and I told her, "Hey, we can't really help you. You mm-hmm. know, I think you can handle this. This isn't something we can help you with. I'm just not going to take your money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but call us if something changes or if anything. And then guess what? Things changed, and we were the first. And she called us. She was like, "How much is it going to take to fix this?" I said, "Let's do it." And, um, and she paid us and hired us. That was, you know, she just hired us last week, but it was just speaking to her, mm-hmm. um, and her and, and her husband and just giving them, you know, free advice and just to help people. This is we're also booming. doing now, we're doing nonprofit presentations. So like, oh, yeah, I, you got, you got a big speech I, coming up, right? I already did it. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I already got two clients from it. Jeez. I've already, I, you know, it took me in terms of finances, why it, remember, the, ma- the the market saturated. I don't have as much money as my competitors to market. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. My competition is spending anywhere from ten thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big range, but it just depends on the size of the firm. Yeah. But minimum ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's that's over a hundred thousand dollars a year just on marketing. Yeah. Now you'll get a lot of it back if you do it right. Yeah. But we still aren't quite there mm-hmm. to spend that much. You know, we're spending. 3,000 and it feels like a lot. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot. I yeah. remember when we barely had 300 <laughs> to, to, to do, and now it's like 3,000 isn't that much because, yeah. you know, you can make 3,000 in one case. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what I do have is time, right? Yeah. I mean, we're busy, but well, I, I don't have a lot of money, but we have time to give. Yeah. And and so another option that I've been given, um, a lot, even some of my friends and colleagues, say, hey, go, you can always go give a presentation and mm-hmm. speak to nonprofits. A yeah. nonprofit actually reached out to me, and it turned out to be a great relationship. I went out there. It was, it was a relatively small turnout, but it was my first. Yeah. And um, That's how it starts. Everyone loved it, and I've already gotten two clients out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I spent half a day out there, which probably cost me know five hundred dollars out there yeah but i've already signed up you know uh, two clients and one of the clients is going to turn into 
a three thousand dollar long term yeah um, legal um, fee and service. So mm-hmm. it's 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 great, and so you can get you can find other ways, and so doing that is getting our name out there, um, you know, and and just making ourselves present and known, man. And it's it's nice. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of numbers, so number nine was the math behind your dating pool. And this is crazy because uh, so I watched this one podcast and there's this calculator online where women can actually put in like their um, ideal things that they want. It's, it's um, I got standards bro.com. Let me pull it up really quick because it, it's, it's so cool because basically what it does is it pulls from the um, U.S. Census. So it has like all the numbers about like... I'm about to look at this. Female uh, delusion calculator? Yeah, it's called the female delusion calculator. So basically you put in like what age you want your guy to be, if oh, they can be married funny. or not. You put in their race, minimum height, and minimum income. And then it'll tell you your probability of finding like your guy based on your um, preferences. And so basically, most women who have these crazy high, well, let's do, let's do one right now. Yeah, let's, so let's do it. Let's see. So age, we'll, what age are women looking for? Let's do twenty-five to thirty-five, and we're going to exclude married men. And let's do any color or shade, minimum height. Ooh, that's a big one. Six feet, because that's that's what they look for. Six feet, right? Minimum height, yeah. Yeah, and then six. let's put. Minimum income one hundred thousand. Oh, we got to exclude obese people. We'll ex- exclude obese people. And then let's hit hit it. Let's see. Not married, any race, at least six feet tall. Not obese, earning at least one hundred thousand per year. You have a point four two percent chance <laughs> of meeting. Not them. even a one percent. Yes, that's between the ages of twenty five to thirty five. So basically, me and you are rare. I mean, we're not six feet. I'm not six feet. We don't. We don't. We're not in this pool. But we're still above average, though. So, what does this mean? Delusion score: four out of five cat enthusiasts. Yeah, like your your standards are so high, the likelihood of you finding somebody with those stats is very small. And that doesn't. You're not even looking at like how attractive they are, what personal qualities and traits that they have, like all types of stuff that's excluded. So I don't think. I mean, it's it's a good way to like apply some reality to the things that. Uh, and so let's go, let's go, let's go. So let's so, <laughs> want to go back again. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to redo this because I know some women mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to date anybody over, you know, maybe 30, 30, 30 Let's just say thirty-five. Let's stick to thirty-five. And then let's say this woman is black, so she only wants to date a black, black dude. Yo, yeah. She doesn't want anybody obese. She wants someone at least six feet and someone who makes at least a hundred thousand. Find out. Click. Boom. Point zero four six percent. Oh my god. Yeah. Dang. I know. And so you have less than a one percent chance. You you better off playing the lotto than finding the man looking for that stuff. Honestly. <laughs> oh god. It's crazy. Oh, lot, the, the state tells you delusion score five out of five. You don't belong on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but no, I'll put the I'll put a link to the uh, website in the show notes so you guys can play around with the calculator. Moving on to episode number ten, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. So, Eddie J, was this with you or with um? Yeah, was this with you? I think. Was this episode with you? I don't you? remember this one, man. I'm trying to remember. You no, re- it wasn't. It was with our special guest. Um. Ah. Uh, Jesus have mercy. Oh, is this the uh, employment? 
Yeah. Oh, there's discrimination laws down there. No, this is something it's different. It's not? Hmm. Let me see. You'll be hearing from our lawyer. Let me go back and look at this one. We didn't... I'm trying to remember what we was talking... Oh, you were giving everybody a rundown on um, personal injury law. And like... Um, how you work through claims and workers' comp and different ah, things and okay. stuff like car insurance, what uh, coverages and stuff that they should be having in their policies and different things like that. That's pretty informative. So if your uh, term is up and you're about to start shopping for uh, car insurance, definitely go back and listen to that episode and you'll learn some tips, tips and tricks because you just updated yours, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I went all out. Yeah. Tell the people what you got. Oh, Lord. Listen, you can never... <laughs> you can never control the type of coverage <clears throat> someone else has yeah but you can always control your own mm -hmm. so most people have minimum limits um for the state which is the bare minimum that they were like that's required for something. them to drive in the state yeah it's different per state but yeah. north carolina is 30 60 30 000 per um person sixty thousand per accident yeah most people have that that's just a minimum so if i if they hit me mm -hmm. And 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 it's a catastrophic injury. Their insurance is just going to. And it, I'm alone. They're just going to pay me thirty thousand. And then that's it. If it's, it's sixty thousand, there's more than one person in there. Um, that's it. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have good coverage, your coverage, your insurance will, will kick in and cover the rest. Mm -hmm. So that's when your policy matters, and and that only matters. That it will only kick in if your coverage is more than the minimum coverage of yeah. that person. So yeah. if you, I have basically um, anything higher than thirty sixty. So I went all out. Mm -hmm. I said, if I can control this, and this is my life, <laughs> and, and this applies too if someone hits you without coverage, by the way. Mm. So if you have minimum limits coverage and someone hits you without coverage and they, it's a catastrophic injury because it's, it's a DWI and they or hit you yeah. and they don't have coverage, stolen car, whatever, your insurance kicks in. And if it's a catastrophic injury, that's all they're going to pay is whatever you paid for. Yeah. So why not protect yourself? Yeah. So I went all out. I got a million dollar policy. Jesus. Okay, a whole million. Um, so if that, that I'm covered, um, <laughs> I have $25,000 of med pay per person. Mm -hmm. So if you're in my car, if you're in my car and Bob is in my car mm -hmm. and Merce John's in my car, each <laughs> one of you gets 25,000. You sound like Oprah right now. <laughs> <laughs> each one of you gets 25,000. Not just, we don't split 25. Mm -hmm. I get 25, you get 25, they get, everybody gets 25. All right, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody gets 25. Um, and then um, obviously I got some good um, rental reimbursement, and all that. But the most important thing is the is the bodily injury, um, uh, a million dollars. Yeah. I don't have a car that's more that costs more than hundred thousand. So I think I got like a fifty or hundred thousand dollar property damage coverage. Mm -hmm. it's, it makes sense for me because I don't have a car that costs yeah. more than that. Um, but yeah, it's great, and it's only one hundred sixty dollars a month. That's I mean, cheap. it sounds like a lot. <clears throat> if you have a catastrophic injury. It's going to make the difference, and uh, and I'm covered. And you were with State Farm, right? I'm with State Farm. Yeah, so. I might have to switch mine. Mine only like 100. But moving on to number 11, I hate my job. And this is crazy just because the timing of everything. I feel like a lot of people have quit because they didn't want to get the vaccine. I know my personal job, I, I don't want to reveal the exact numbers, but a good little bit of people are no longer working with us now because they refuse to get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, well... That's tough. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you can go work for somebody else, I guess. Or, or work for yourself. I did see vaccine. where some people were like, oh, yeah, they implemented where you just have to wear a mask and get tested regularly. But now they're like, no, you got to have it. It's a condition of employment now. So I'm not really sure what the people who don't have it are going to do, especially if 
they're not self-employed or anything because I don't know. Um, they'll have to get it. Yeah. They'll have to get it or find some exception. I'm sure there's some type of religious, religious exception. I think Muslim. Yeah, there'd probably yeah. be something. So you're going to convert? Who, me? No, I got so, it. I, no, I'm I, saying whoever, no. whoever's struggling <laughs> over there. Uh, yeah, you have to convert. Yeah, that's tough. All that's right, moving tough. on to number 12, discrimination law. I wonder, will this be a, a discrimination uh, wave? Like, oh, you're just... Well, well, actually, yeah, I don't want to reveal it, but I'm pretty sure some people have been suing their jobs because of discrimination because they don't have the vaccine. Well, discrimination is going to be... It's, like, what do you mean? Discriminating against the vaccine and the, unva- the vaccinated and the unvaccinated? Mm-hmm. That's, I don't think they'll win if that's what you're discriminating against. Really? Because, yes, because the way a court's going to look at it, it's a good, tr- you can, it's a try, you yeah. can try. But the way a court's going to look at it is they're going to they're gonna do a balancing test. Mm-hmm. Does your right of, of freedom and choosing between getting the vaccine or not outweigh what's going on in the world? For the public, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, no, it does not. Yeah, yeah. we're on it. We are, in, regardless <laughs> if you believe in this virus or not. Mm-hmm. People are dying. It's a w- world recognized event. Yeah, you and your individual right does not outweigh how many people have died and how many people are will are going to die and, wh- and who you're putting at risk. Yeah. It's just, it's just not. Yeah, that's the very little. Um, it has very little protection. From what I remember in law school, here's mm-hmm. a, here's the way, good way to, to remember to remember this, to to win a discrimination claim. It's easier to win a discrimination claim if if it's in something that you're arguing that you cannot control, your race, your gender, your height, um, maybe your weight, um, uh, religion. You know, you can kind of control your religion, but. A lot of people will say you can't. Yeah, those type of things, those are m- more highly protected than money, yeah. right to a vaccine. Yeah. You know things like that. Um, so I'm not saying they 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 can't win, but it's going to be very very difficult. And that's one thing I noticed because I just came back from New York. A lot of places that we went to, you had to show your vaccination card to be able like to even that. go in there. I like that. Yeah. I, I, um, I went to Durham. And um, and we we went to a couple of restaurants or tried to or mm-hmm. even bars, <laughs> vaccine card um, with ID. Mm-hmm. You don't have it, you can't come in. I think I saw somewhere where iPhone was trying to make it so you can add it to your wallet on your uh, phone. I yeah, think that'd be pretty cool. You can just take a damn picture. I know, but it'd just be a yeah. lot easier if you could yeah. just because um, I just put one of my debit cards on my phone not too long ago. And it's nice. You just put it up there. You don't have to pull out the card to use oh, ATM yeah. and stuff. So that's nice. yeah. I think that's where we're heading. Oh, number 13. This is where I figured out I was an eight and a half, eight. You must be this tall to ride this wide. And I think we convinced that one uh, lady to be more open. I'm not sure if you got an update on that or not, but Ooh, I feel see. like we changed her mind. I feel like we kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't really have much more information, but I feel like we kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, we did some good in the world helping out the shorter guys. We we at least opened her eyes to seeing things differently. Yeah, How about that. That was nice. Oh, number fourteen. This is our first collab ever with our uh, great friend Tierra from um, Hotels Podcast. Yeah, Hotels. Yeah, we, that was that was a really good episode. Statistically and analytically, that was our best episode. I think our listeners really loved having her on as a voice, and it ultimately. Uh, Led up to a great friendship. I'm pretty sure moving forward, she'll be a great friend of the podcast. She's doing really nice things. I've seen yeah. she's been updating her studio and stuff like that. So we wish her the best. 
number 15, State of the Union. Um, basically, we just wanted to have another episode touch basis with you guys, let you guys know, like, the more uh, collabs and quality improvements we've been doing to change the show. Um, one thing I've been working on, I read a couple podcast books. Me and ADJ are going to sit down, answer some questions, and then we're going to do this uh, consultation um, with this uh, really big podcaster, try and get us more uh, focus and basically just make the show greater for you guys. Um, Definitely. We did um, put one episode out on Apple Music, so... You can actually go to Apple Music and listen to um, more. We're actually on regular Spotify, too. Basically, all music streaming services, our first episode is actually on there. So you can go out and check that out, too. And, oh, number 16, Merch John Reloaded. This is a fun episode because we were <laughs> out in Denver. Um, yeah, anytime we have him on, it's a good time. The, the story that he gave about um, flying a girl out to... Uh, where was he at? Guam it was pretty funny. I, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I think he's learned his lesson, but I feel like it's something that you guys can um, take from that episode, just so you don't really get taken advantage of um, by women. But yeah, it was good. It was really yeah, good. I think it was good. It yeah, was. It was, really it was informative. Very um, entertaining, though. Very entertaining. Yeah. And our last episode, hotels podcast. We. Uh, had Tierra come on again, second collab, just because our first one was so successful. This episode was pretty fun, too. Um, I'm trying to remember what we talked about. I think we just reflected on, like, the success of our first episode with her, which was, like, Mansplain Part 1. I'll put a link to uh, that in there. And then I wanted to talk about women married their fathers and some of, like, the standards that some women have and different things like that and mm-hmm. how it, like, ultimately ends out in the dating world. So, um, this is our one year anniversary and I was thinking of like a giveaway. I tried the cup giveaway, but they didn't do the survey. Um, Nobody wanted a cup. Well, you got it now though. I got the cup. We got shirts too. Shout out to uh whatchamacallit. We appreciate you for that. We'll be wearing those out when we out in Portland. Hell yeah. Um but I was thinking about this, like I think our giveaway should be like a time capsule. Basically like we let a listener interview us and we save the episode and release it at year two. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, just so, like, I'm pretty sure we'll have a lot more listeners and stuff like that, uh, like, in the future. And just every year, we give away uh, one guest, our uh, an interview with us. We'll save it and then put it out on year the next year. I think that'd be pretty fun. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I'll, I'll figure out how to set that up, and um, I'll probably run it for a while and let you guys... Um, what would you say that we're going to do differently for this next coming up year? Um, different segments. Um, I know one thing I've been trying to do is ask, uh, questions that were based off rap lyrics. I mean, I really enjoy music. I'm going to start pulling up the, uh, actual lyrics on our Instagram story so you can see what, um, lyrics I'm inspiring our questions from, um, better graphics, um, more marketing advertising. We got a business credit card and stuff like that now. So I think, I think for, for, for me, what I want us to do is make sure we have more consistent content. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes we did pretty good though, but I think um, I think sometimes we would go like a week or two without any con- new fresh content, and you know, people really, really, really want to hear from us, and and I think to be consistent, you're just gonna have to oh, you know, put out new content every week. Yeah, you know, I think we'll start batch recording too. Once we get our, because I'm still working on like our little outline and stuff like that. If we can keep the shows about thirty minutes, I, I can write. Like with a template of questions, typical questions to ask, just yeah. basically just uh, insert it into different things. I think we'll be pretty good. 
mm-hmm. just to be able to crank out outlines and stuff a little bit faster. So we streamlining. I mean, I got a bunch of notes in my um, phone and stuff like that with a bunch of different ideas. Some I'm not going like reveal to the public and stuff like that, but yeah. we got a lot. Um, I started doing the uh, side missions. Um, I did one with uh, First Class Cap. I um, edit. I'm not finishing editing it now, but I'm pretty sure I'll get it out um, sometime soon. I'll probably release this Friday just so people can listen to it and release the side mission um, Monday, the upcoming Monday. But yeah, I'm looking forward. It's it's been fun learning all this other stuff, learning how to edit audio, researching things to grow the show, practicing marketing, social media management. I've 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 loved it. I've I've had a good time in the conversations and people we've met. I like going out, meeting random people. And it's like, hey, we got a podcast. What do you think? What are some of your ideas? You mind coming on? And we actually met somebody yesterday. We sure did. Yeah. We hope, hopefully, we'll have them on. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Maybe she can come on this weekend. I'll, ch- I'll reach out and see. We're gonna be consistent. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Yep. All righty. Um, if you're listening to me right now, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a rating. We'd appreciate that on Apple Podcasts. One thing um, Anchor revealed is uh, surveys now. So I'll probably be including the survey after the episode. Um, for you Spotify listeners, and we greatly appreciate it if you guys filled it out. And thank you again um, for everybody listening, subscribing, um, and sticking with us through this one year. And we hope to see you guys in year number two. Appreciate y'all. Signing out. Peace.